Okay, now, today's episode is going to be a little different. Now, I know that I'm always saying that these episodes are going to be a little different, but this is really going to be pretty different. So, I want to talk about (laughs) my little hobby slash creation slash, I don't know, um, steampunk cockatoos. So... How did I come up with this idea? So, a long time ago, I think it was 1999 or 2000, around that time when these things came out. Well, anyway, they were called um, Poly Parrot, right? And that was back when they had all of these uh, robotic pets, whatever. Okay, so they had one called um, Polly Parrot, which was really cool because even though it was a parrot, it was a cockatoo. You know, it was pretty small, so I mean, cockatoo or maybe a cockatiel. But, um, you know, they never actually said what it was. I just say it's a cockatoo because it's kind of big <laughs> to be a cockatiel. But it is small to where it could be an oversized cockatiel. But let's just say cockatoo, right? But you know, it was a parrot, which a cockatoo, cockatiel is still in the parrot family, right? So I always thought this thing was cool looking because I like steampunk. I like the whole steampunk idea. Heck, I'm sort of a guy who believes in if it's, you know, broke, don't get rid of it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Or if it's broke, just fix it and keep it. If it's good, you know, that kind of like old with the kind of new steampunk is, is kind of different um so i like the steampunk look you know the gears the whatever so when i looked at these birds it had a very steampunk look or maybe you can say cyberpunk um definitely not diesel punk anyway so it had a very cool look it wasn't like the other i never really checked the other ones out i kind of looked over them but this particular one because i like birds right um, it was pretty cool. So I had it, I kept it. So flash forward 20, 20 years later, right? I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, I can do something with it. You know, I can, um, it's a place called Michael's and I would, Oh no, that's not what happened. I, sorry. Totally left this part out. I was online and I was on Google and somebody was selling total, total fraud. Somebody was selling a steampunk cockatoo in a cage. And basically it was the poly parrot that they took, they painted it, they painted the cage and it gave it that steampunk rustic look with some gears, all that good stuff. And I was like, wow. So, I went, I, I paid for it. Like, it was a little pricey. I paid for it. And the person didn't respond. I think it was an old ad. You know, I, I was I was pressed. I should have reached out to the seller and said, hey, is this thing still up for sale? I didn't, okay? So, of course, I filed a complaint with eBay because the person wasn't responding. Got my money back. Make a long story short. I was pressed. I wanted this thing. So <clears throat> I went online. And when I went online, I saw um, on Pinterest, 
other people did the same thing. And, you know, I mean, I did some customization with action figures and stuff like that. But I never, you know, I never went as far as to add all the gears and total paint and just totally transform something the way that was. So I was like, you know, I'm a little art savvy. I know a little something, something. So I went to Michael's. That's when I went to Michael's. I went to Michael's. Oh, also. Uh, let me go back. When I tried to go on Pinterest and ask people, you know, were their creations for sale? They were like, no, not for sale. You know? I'm like, whatever. So I was like, I can do it myself and save a lot of money. So the first thing was, it was I wanted to buy another poly perk because I didn't want to, um, you know, try it on a poly perk I already had and then mess up and then find out that there's no more poly perks out there to buy so i bought a couple just to experiment with experiment with um experiment with uh, experiment with and it came out pretty good i mean the first one i just got lazy just bought some spray paint just went over the whole thing then um i went to michael's now okay michael's now i'm putting that into the story i went to michael's and they had whatever you needed to add they had uh a pack of steampunk it, it was almost like this pack of steampunk gears and stuff was made for this little poly parrot because some of the pieces fit perfectly on the poly parrot right so i went you know i'm telling you all my secrets because you know hey it is what it is um so i went and i got some um modeling the little glue i mean these little things are cool because they come in a pack of little tiny little individual um, appliers so that you know how it is when you use crazy glue, super glue, gorilla glue. You open it up, you use it, and it dries up, and it's no good, right? This is awesome. You use one of these little things, it works. This is strong. You close it back up. Sometimes you open it back up, and it's you know, it's no good. Sometimes you open it up, and it still works, you know, but still, you have another little one that you can use, so they're perfect, right? So I did it. I went ahead and um, I glued these little gears on and, you know, I did different looks. I did different colors. I even did themes because I'm an 80s geek. So I went and I did one that looked like a silver hawk. I did one that looked like a Zoe Falcon. But then I tried to give it a steampunk look. So I did one that's looked too clean looking. I wanted to give it kind of like, okay, you're orange and white like Zoar, but, you know, you're a little rusty. You know, or you look like a silver hawk, but you got some smudges here and there. So when you take a look at it and you're like, ah, the paint doesn't look too, the applications aren't that great. Some of it's meant to be. I mean, number one, I'm not the best painter in the world, but also it's meant to be. It's meant to have that kind of a smudge here and a, and, and a rusty looking part here because it's steampunk. You know, I'm going with the steampunk look and that's what I call this little collection of um, cockatoos. They're basically steampunk cockatoos. And, um, you know, I posted it on my um, on my Instagram and I post some on my Facebook, which same name, Urban Cockatoos. So, you know, check it out. Um, you know, is I'm not, you know, I just want to just share it. It's not something that I'm trying to sell because... 
I just don't want to. I just, I just made them up. I mean, it would be nice if other people were inspired to make their own. That would be cool and post it and take a look and everything and join the flock. But, um, you know, because I'm not the first person who did it. I mean, other people did the same thing. Literally, no, I'm not taking credit for, oh, yeah, I created these uh, steampunk cockatiels. I mean, I coined a name. Steampunk cockatoos, I said cockatoos, cockatoos, because they just had them as parrots and things, whatever. But I'll, I'll, I don't think that anyone actually took the time to like post and say steampunk cockatoo, well, you know. So, bam, you know. Um, so that, that's what I did. I have the uh, steampunk cockatoo flock, you know, under the. Uh, of course, the Urban Cockatiels family or <laughs> flock. So, um, like I said, it's it's fun, something to do. And, you know, especially on the page, it's a nice way of breaking things up because, you know, we we all love our birds, right? We all love posting pictures of our um, cockatiels or other type of parrots, you know, parakeets or, or budgies, um, lovebirds or lorries, you know, um, actual cockatoos, macaws, African greys, you name it. I can't name them all. But um, we all post pictures of our birds and, you know, you've seen one bird, you've seen them all, right? <laughs> like kids, right? You know, you post pictures of your kids. But, you know, you know, how many times you go look at people's kids, you know? I mean, you can look at them all day, but just like birds. I can look at my birds all day, but for the most part, you see my bird, it looks like your bird, you know? <laughs> So, but we love them. We love these little birds, and uh, it, it, it's just what it is. So, on my page, visually, I thought it was cool to post some of my um, steampunk cockatoos along with my cockatiels on my pages. So, you know, just to make it kind of entertaining, right? You know, kind of enhance the algorithm, <laughs> the flock. So, um, check it out. Um, so I said, um, a lot. I need to stop doing that. It's, um, 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 goofy. Um, <laughs> I said it again. Anyway, I totally, totally appreciate people tuning in and taking time out to listen to me ramble on about cockatiels because, I mean, if you're listening and you clicked on this, you're just as passionate about these birds as I am. So there's really no need for me to explain myself or who I am and how I feel about these birds because I feel like um <laughs> I'm again I feel like the day you first got your first little bird that was hand reared, of course. I really pushed Birds that are hand reared. Yes, we need to save the birds that are wild. <laughs> you know, domestic wild. Because them little babies are stressed out. We need to really work with them. But I'm really, 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 really want to push breeders. Oh, I want to push breeders to please hand rear your cockatiels. I mean, I can't, I can't say it. More. I mean, I understand we got the birdie meals, like the puppy meals. We got the birdie meals that are just pushing out these birds. But please just take the time. I mean, just take the time out to just 
you know, four weeks, you know, it's, it's not that hard. Four weeks when the birds get them little, when the little pin feathers start like poofing out and you can still mess with them. They ain't going to bite you and hurt you. Just pull them. They sell formula at PetSmart. They sell formula at Petco, you know, get that little bit of formula, mix it with a little bit of water, you know, make sure the water's a little warm, dab it on your wrist like a little baby bottle, and feed them, man. Feed these little birds as babies so that when they go to people, people can experience what it is to really have a true pet cockatiel. Baby. You know, pet. Not a little scared uh, a cockatiel that's going to assault you and flick wounds and have you bleeding and want you going to the hospital. But no, a cockatiel that will eat their food on top of their cage. And, and you know, you have a little playground set up on top of the cage and the bird will look at you and, and fly to your shoulder like like a hawk, you know, like it, 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 it'll just be so bonded to you. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll sit there and have this little bird that will be begging you to rub his little head and play with his little cheeks and stuff, you know, and give you nuzzles and all that good stuff. It's a total night and day experience having a cockatiel that is affectionate that wants to be bought. It's like the difference between you having you having a, a Labrador retriever or a golden retriever that wants to play with you versus a daggone wolf. You know what I'm saying? Or some coyote or a wild fox. It's like you're gonna have an animal that's that's literally almost wild and doesn't want to be bothered with you. It's shaking, it's scared to death, it's hissing at you. Or do you want a bird that is going to want to be bothered with you? I don't know if you feel the same way. I hope you do if you're listening to me, but I would want a bird that I'm spending time, money, giving water. I'm going to say time again. <laughs> you're cleaning up his little poop. You're vacuuming so that the mice don't come into your house and eat the daggone sea halls, the halls from the seeds. I would think that you would want a bird that's not just for show. You will want a bird that wants to play, that wants to be bothered with you. Come on now. Like, even right now, like I said, I have um, Halo, which is a Latino. She has some feather issues. I bought her that way. It's not my fault. She has some feather issues. She's a little raggedy. I'm going to get her together because she's young. She's going to get herself together. But this bird is super, super affectionate. Ridiculously affectionate it's like a little puppy like like I said one time I uh well not one time I made the past um YouTube um podcast whatever not YouTube god don't I say YouTube I made the past uh podcast about you know my heart has feathers and I'm I'm serious like this bird is I, I'm I'm stressed about this little bird like I'm like looking at it like I check out like in the morning time when I go downstairs and check on that little bird and that bird looks fine, my day is good. Like that's how much I love this little bird. Like my day is good. When I wake up in the morning and see that little bird looks healthy and eating like they always do and happy to see me, I'm ready to go for my day. 
as a firefighter, okay? I'm good to go. Um, I have another bird named Ghost. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Looks like a daggone cocktail model in a book. All white. Just beautiful. I mean, the, 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 the crest, tail. Like, you could put this daggone bird in a shell, right? Beautiful bird. Beautiful bird. But I got Ghost from... I know I'm being a hypocrite. A guy goes from one of those birdie mill people. And Ghost is not the friendliest little bird. Now, Ghost is coming a long way, okay? And I uh, would like to thank Halo for it because I think that Ghost sees Halo being affectionate with me. And Ghost is like, okay, well, I don't think this human's going to eat me. I don't think this human's going to kill me, so... I'm not going to be as scared, but Halo still has a lot, not Halo, cheese. Ghost still has a lot of work, a lot of work ahead. Just yesterday, finally, Ghost fluttered uh, down from the cage and landed on my knee. And I'm telling you, when Ghost landed on my knee, it's almost like Ghost was like, oh, shoot, did I do that? Like, <laughs> it looked shocked. It was shocked by, on its, it was actually shocked that they landed I was more no Ghost was more Ghost seemed more shocked that it landed on my knee than I was because when I went landed on my knee I was like oh hi Halo and I said oh shoot that's Ghost and Ghost looked at me I looked at Ghost and Ghost was like oh shoot did I just do that like Urkel did I do that like that's how I felt <laughs> this bird was and then when I, I I stayed still I was like nope I'm not gonna touch it I'm just gonna just look at it just, just let him take it in Ghost looked at me and Ghost like, I'm out. And Ghost jumped to the floor and I said, like, oh, jeez. And I got the little perch because I have to use a perch, like a little, a little stick. And I have to have Ghost hop up on the little stick and go back on top of the cage because I got one of those cages that got like a little playground area, which I like to have them play on the playground most of the day instead of just being inside the cage. And I truly feel like the best way to tame cockatiels is outside the cage. You can't keep them inside the cage and having them feel all like, you know, this is my cave and I feel protected. I don't want to be on the outside world. No, you got to have them want to be in the outside world because my kids made a mistake with their uh, parakeet. The one that I talked about, I found. Well, I got the parakeet and I was like, you know, this is for you all. You know, I wasn't planning on getting the bird at the time, you know, which I'm happy because um, little Roxy sparked my interest back in uh, raising birds again but you know parakeets not aren't necessarily my thing so but I bought it home and I was like you know I have teenage boys they're not little kids so I um you know was like here you go boys go ahead I got I got a parakeet for y'all found it in the park a lot right and um they were playing with it for a while but she kind of converted and got back into a wild state <laughs> and she's not necessarily most friendly of the birds. <sighs> I'm going to work, work with her too. Okay. She's a little, actually, she's a little tougher <laughs> than ghosts, believe it or not, but I'm going to work with her. She's a little traumatized. Long story. Um, but, um, yeah, definitely. Um, you really want to get a, cockatiel that has been hand reared i read it's called hand reared hand 
said Pantane. Hand. Anyway, you want to get one of these little hand cockatiels. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, get one of these little hand cockatiels and, um, you know, have these little birds and, um, you know, to and, and, and just uh, really experience what it's like to have a little tiny cockatoo, <laughs> which basically what it is, a little tiny cockatoo that... Um, actually cares about you as much as you care about them so on that note i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up but you know once again steampunk cockatoos you know a part of the urban cockatiel flock you know check them out you know um i took time to make each one of these little things you know i got more to come because i actually got a little crazy and went on sd and other um selling sites and bought more of the um you know techno that's what it was called techno of the uh, techno pets the techno polyparrot so i bought more and i'm going to um do some more when i have some time i mean it's kind of hard for me to have some free time between you know family man you know um flock caregiver work and um other hobbies I have I'm gonna get back into making some more I, I need to be inspired I need to make a um I need to think of another idea I have um some of the uh steampunk cockatoos that look sort of similar like I my my first inspiration was I actually bought a steampunk looking cockatoo off of um off online that was just a statue it was just a statue I actually posted a picture of it um I think it was on like the Walmart site or whatever but it's a neat statue it's a very detailed beautiful sculpted um, um sculpture of a steampunk actually i should put that on my desk anyway of a of a steampunk cockatoo you know what now i think about it i should really put that statue on my desk duh um of a steampunk cockatoo that um that it, it, it's beautiful it's really neat and then i use that as inspiration to design my um steampunk um poly parrot cockatoo so i think i <laughs> talked about steampunk cockatoos enough today so anyway i'm really gonna wrap this up thank you so much so much for supporting me spread the word only bird people are gonna understand this podcast you know this is not for the normies not for the normies and trust me i'm gonna do an episode on us bird people because we are different we're not cat people we're not dog people we're not horse people we are bird people and yes people do treat us bird people differently i don't know what it is i don't know if it's because they have a phobia of birds i don't know if it's because us bird people are just so cool they don't understand us but bird people are different type of people Maybe we're like the snake people, you know, the reptile people. <laughs> they look at us as like a little different, but I don't understand. And no, no shade to the reptile people, but you know, come on, birds are cuter. So how can you not be? Anyway, let me leave that alone. Um, So I'm going to stop saying I'm all the time and side off. Thank you once again. And I am definitely going to come up with with a good phrase to end. Maybe something like, um, 
that's corny farewell flock members um stay tuned flock members how that sound yeah stay tuned flock members for another episode take care and have a good day bye